Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to the Believe Podcast Network, SoCal Sweat. My name is Ann McDaniels, a former NFL cheerleader and product manager turned actress and model who dreams of being a UFC fighter. Meow. Learning strategies to help motivate others leads me to bring you interviews each week from a range of athletes, experts in fitness and nutrition, and so much more. Thanks for listening to Believe, the number one podcast for working professionals, and let's push our endorphins to higher performance through SoCal Sweat. This is your host, Ann McDaniels of SoCal Sweat. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about another step you can take towards positive mental health. The highly competitive Hollywood entertainment industry requires strong self-awareness and a positive mental attitude. Successful celebrity event photographer, Albert L. Ortega, has been able to navigate through it all by using humor and kindness. Al recognized the current need for positivity and strong mental health amid the turmoil of 2020, with the virus pandemic, faltering economy, racial unrest, and the elections. The September 30th National Love People Day inspired Al to create another positive health movement called Hashtag Love Above All 2020. Starting with his friends and colleagues holding a Love Above All 2020 sign, Al takes a professional photo. He's expanded the movement to spread to everyone. The action involves each person or group or photos with your pets, your kids, to construct a hashtag love above all 2020 sign, snap a photo, and post it on your own social media accounts on September 30th, National Love People Day. He hopes to help people always practice kindness and awareness and take a moment before reacting in a negative manner. The movement spreads love and acceptance with a strong message towards positive mental health. And here is my dear friend and personal personal Jedi friend, Albert L. Ortega. Well, introducing my dear friend, Albert Ortega, celebrity and event photographer and very dear friend of mine. How are you today? I'm just grand. I'm just grand. I'm just a little bummed at the the fires that were, you know, California's on fire right now. So we can't, I, me personally, I can't go out and shoot because uh, I went out the other day, uh, Thursday, and I was just like gagging. Out of the I know. And when he says shoot, he means the camera. Not yes. <laughs> Not shoot, shoot, bang, bang. Exactly. Yeah, every now and then I have to realize, oh my God, I can't say shoot. Because I said, oh, I went out and shot the other day. And I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, a lot of things, a lot of things we're saying. And our industry has really taken a toll. I mean, when I see Al, I see him on every red carpet. He's heavily involved in all films, television, all kinds of pop culture. He's at every single Comic-Con, E3. They're front and center with Getty, Wire Image. He's a huge photographer. Our jobs have really taken a big plunge with COVID. Yeah, uh, work suddenly stopped. Uh, I remember that the last thing that I actually covered was uh, a premiere of Vin Diesel for uh, Bloodshot. And then right after that, the town shut down. Everything was canceled. Everything was postponed. And I, th- I think initially everyone pretty much thought that we would just go through the COVID thing, uh, would, would be take 
maybe a few months or so. Sadly, <laughs> I uh, I really thought that it was going to go on for the rest of the year because I, I'm a news junkie, so I watched the news and I knew what was coming, what was happening. And I said, this is going to really be something that's going to really affect the bottom line for quite some time. So I was a little... Realistic, but we're also realistic in, in saying that this town is going to be in trouble for a while. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, everyone's, if, if you live in Hollywood, everyone has been affected drastically. Just now we're starting to see things go back to a somewhat normalcy, where I should say people are actually working again. There's a lot of actors that have gone out of town, like they've gone up to, uh, to uh, Canada, but then can the Canadian laws, you have to be quarantine for 14 days before you do do any kind of work in and uh then then you can start shooting your features or your television series what have you uh there are some people that have started working here like i can i know my brother who's, who works for uh paramount in the in, in a computer id department he says he was just starting work uh this past week so to some degree hollywood is going back to work now as far as i'm concerned before there's award shows Award shows have pretty much been canceled for the rest of the year. I mean, it's we're going through the fall, so there's no real award shows per se coming that would normally have come up other than like say MTV, which just had just passed the other time. And the, but the beginning of the year is where they have all the major awards, and some of those awards they stay they uh, they push back to uh, March, like the Oscars and stuff. But uh, yeah. Well, work has it's, it's, it's dwindled, but you, a lot of people have quit the business and this is just about resiliency and keeping like a good mental health head on your shoulders. And, and also can you, um, you, you are, you are a true Jedi to me and you love Jedi films. Can you just tell me a little <laughs> bit of your background in your childhood and, and love of movies and love of just star Wars and the Jedi, Jedi movies and how you got into this business in the first place? Uh, well, uh, I wish I was a Jedi. Jedis don't wear glasses, though. So yeah, but you can, you can be a Jedi. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> you can, I can use my, uh, oh, as a matter of fact, I got, oh, I lost them already. Anyway, uh, Maya had brought me a little, uh, mask, I guess, for Halloween of, uh, of the, the child from Mandalorian. You know, I was going to put that on, but I can't seem to find it. I don't know where I put them. Anywho, uh. Yeah, my uh, I started in this business about thirty somewhat years ago, and I was young at the time. I was twenty one, and I basically the only job I've ever had in this world is I used to work at, at dry cleaners because that was my the, my dad's business. He uh, he worked as a dry cleaning repairman during the day. At night, he was uh, he worked at St. John's Hospital as an engineer. So he he was a workaholic all around the whole day, you know. And, then sleep here now and then. And so then he uh, decided he was wanted to buy his own dry cleaning um, uh, operation. And he did. And my brother ran one of the locations in Santa Monica uh, and I wrote, and I ran the other one. So that, I mean, that's the only thing I've ever known. That's the only job I've ever held was working at various dry cleaners. And then right after that, I, uh, uh, I went into photography. Now photography has always been kind of my little thing. Uh, since high school, I was on the yearbook staff. I was in uh, the photography department. I was the photography editor. So I always kind of had a, a camera with me. My true passion back then was, was I wanted to be an artist. 
specifically a comic book artist. So I've always been kind of in, in the genre per se. I've always loved uh, Star Wars, Star Trek, uh, Battlestar Galactica, all the stuff as growing up as a kid and uh, early Magna uh, anime, kind of like the Speed Racer and uh, Gotcha Man and stuff. And, and so I've always been a fan of the genre per se, uh, but, and didn't, this photography didn't really get serious until it was, I, was, I figured out that I could make some kind of living at it. And it was, at first it was fun. And I, it also grew out of a, 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 a fanfare for, for celebrities and, and movie stars, specifically. On the screen, how great is that in real life situations? And I would go, as a fan, I would you know get autographs and, and 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 get like take pictures with them, selfies and stuff, and and then slowly it became like I said it became a job. And I said like, hey, I can actually make a living at this. And uh, so I would go to events, and uh, and it was a little harder back then. You'd have to <laughs> you weren't exactly welcome with wolf with open arms when you would with open arms when you would go to uh, events and the other photographers with you because you're basically stealing a little bit of their pie not initially but later on you, you will be taking part of their income so I can see why they wouldn't be so welcoming but uh needless to say I I uh from then uh I just kept uh, going to events and then surely uh, I established myself in the industry uh as a photographer and the PR people got to know me and they're like oh we see this guy often and they would they would invite you and then there was uh agencies would also that you would join various agencies would tell you where to go and and who to see and so on and so forth and that you just don't just show up you you kind of have to have you have to be invited first and foremost by the studios or the pr companies and then they uh they put you on this kind of list that they keep and it's it's not that glamorous per se <laughs> it's just I mean, you go, know. you take photos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it, for actors and actresses, it's it's part of their. Uh, uh, and some of them are genuinely excited and happy to be there. But the more the veterans and and the people that have done it for years, they're kind of like, oh, it's part part and parcel of, of what our jobs and what we have to do. And I, I, it's kind of like a conveyor belt. You you know, you put the celebrity and it just goes dun 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 dun, snap, go on and. And then they just go on and go on and, and, and to the next thing. And then they do the, the interviews and entertain the nights always first. And because they were the pioneers, the first ones there. So, uh, and the PR people always come before the, the events and they look on the, on the carpets to see where everyone is placed. And like, oh, uh, ET, this person, that person, that person. And they know who exactly who to, who to go to. And even, even to some extent, they, they, are, uh, they know which photographers are more important and stuff. Typically, the red carpet photographers that are actually on the red carpet and are allowed to roam are the most important ones because they work for the trades, uh, Hollywood Reporter, or um, I forget the other one. It just flew out of my head. Well, you're always uh, the most gracious. Like every time I walk a carpet, you seem to be the most gracious and and um, just the real kind of genuine. And in a world full of photographers, it's very competitive. And I, it, it, I do it, it, believe that you're... Um, your background with your father and running a dry cleaning business really probably lent well to the entrepreneurship of what you do and how far you've come. Well, the, the, the thing is that you, you have to take a certain uh, uh, attitude and you have to be just mindful of, of uh, I'm naturally empathetic and, and, and I can sympathize with the, with the time it takes for you to pick out an outfit and then try it on. And then, and there, there's a, 
there's a lot of things that, a lot of factors of doing a red carpet just for the talent itself and you know and i'm like hey you know you have to be on your best behavior in my opinion and that goes down from from what you wear to what you say to what you do of course there you know everyone's human and there are times where you do get frustrated because sometimes the uh, the pr people can be kind of uh, apathetic as opposed to antagonistic it's where they just don't care they're like eh, whatever you know if you get your shots great if you don't whatever well, yeah, it's very important to them so they should you know you, well you are and you aren't you're, you're part of the machine you're part you're like a cog in the big machine of the, of the publicity machine that works but uh in terms of being the most important part of the photographers that's the photographers that are typically like i said on the red carpet and get the all access because they need to get their shots because most importantly because they're the ones that are either working for the studios or working for the trades uh sure. so what so what they get is most important and and what we get is is gravy it's just extra right. uh, hope we all but we all kind of send our images to the same people so a lot of times it has to be the fa whoever gets there first the fastest not a, it's not always the, the best quality but the ones sure. that are the fastest or and the ones that have relationships exactly yes. and Al, with that attitude um there certainly a lot of times you know people will refer to you as paparazzi or the paparazzi here and that you're not you are an event and celebrity photographer how do you combat sort of the bad stigma and you know some of the toxic environments that we all get our, ourselves into because this industry can be so highly competitive and dog eat dog absolutely uh see the the term paparazzi came from a, an italian film where the where it was kind of like a pest like a he would go and they were the the aggressive photographers and i actually in the early part of my career i was working for the king of paparazzis, which was Ron Galella. And I have this beautiful, actually famous top photo on my wall. Let me see if you can see it. Of Jackie Onassis that he gave. Wait, where'd you go? Can you see me? Oh, right here. Can you see me? I'm, I'm actually- Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. a picture of Jackie Onassis, one of his, uh, Ron Galella's most famous photos and wow. he was kind of like, he he i was under his wing for a little bit and he kind of taught me the, taught me the business uh so the yeah the, the paparazzi people would tend to be more aggressive with their photos and it, with their with their i mean not their photos but the way they take photos pardon me behavior and, sure. and uh, it's understandable but over the years um it's gotten more and more dangerous of course with the, the situation with uh, lady the princess diana when she was she was being chased and then she unfortunately passed away from a horrific car crash. So in, the, in, in, in essence, they're, they're the way of their, them attaining their, their photos, I don't fully agree with. I've done things of that, in, like I said, early in my career because I was trying to impress my boss. So I was, to me, back then it was all fun and games and no one was getting hurt and we were just chasing uh, uh, celebrities. And, 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 and for example, oh, Madonna, she, she, we used to go, when it was a slow night, we used to go and wait by her house and she would uh, uh, lead us on chase. But honestly, I think she enjoyed the cat and mouse game because you knew she didn't want to get followed when she would hire a, a car or a driver. And so you're like, okay, obviously tonight she doesn't want to be bothered. But the other times, you know, we would know ahead of time if she was driving a certain way. Uh, you're like, oh, tonight she's going to go have sushi. So we would go, we would basically race the car in front of her and we would park and then we'd get out and she'd give you photos going in and coming out. But she wasn't posing for them, mind you, but she she knew we were there and it was kind of sure. like one of those things. 
Well, how Although, do you combat that, sti that stigma, though? If someone refers to you as like, oh, dirty paparazzi, how do you... Well, <laughs> like I said, that was in my early part of my career in, in, in when, when Madonna was, was the big thing. Sure. But slowly but surely, uh, I, I grew dis to dislike it because I figured that uh, I was becoming more established and I was like PR people would know. And you couldn't really mix the two together. Some people have tried and and and, and have not really been because the, the, the masses tend to be like, oh, I don't know. That guy doesn't seem legitimate. And the two don't mix well because they they're scruples or what have you are different from ours they don't like to 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 basically follow any rules and and, and be you know behoven to any but we we have to you know, mind ourselves follow rules so i guess the easiest thing to do in terms of uh, how do i do it i try not to get angry and because there have been uh, other photographers colleagues of mine that if you call them the p word as we call it uh, they get extremely <laughs> hostile because of the way they, uh, the way it, it's, it's uh, perceived the word paparazzi. It's annoying and, and, and you're not, you're, you're anything but no, that. No, there, there is a major difference. And they say the common people that ask you, they don't mean, they don't mean anything by it when they say, oh, are you a paparazzi? I said, no, I'm not a paparazzi. And she goes, well, oh, I shouldn't say she, but one time a, 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 a tourist who doesn't know any better goes like, oh, because they hear it from television. And they think it's glamorous. Well, what's the difference? Right, right, right. Well, they think that we do it all. We, we, we chase the stars, we go to premieres. And I was like, no, 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 there's a fine line between mm -hmm. them and us. And, and I, like I said, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't get angrier or hostile. I, I would rather educate. And I said like, so I'll say like from uh, Lucy from Des Moines, I'll tell, <laughs> I'll tell her, I said, no, 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 we're actually invited. And they're like, oh, I go, so that's the difference is that they aren't invited. They, they pretty much stay within the confines of the legal law and don't trespass or what have you, but it's kind of within, uh, I, I guess once a, a famous person or, or with someone that's deemed a celebrity, it, it goes onto public streets and what have you, they're a fair game. And, and it seems so just awful. It is, and uh, we know we all know those weasels that sort of meander their way in and they're just kind of sleazy and half the time they don't have press badges or anything of the kind. No, 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 because you really don't need a press badge. Exactly. I used to have, I used to carry an LAPD uh, 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 press badge, but the, the LAPD have decided no, no longer to uh, issue them to us because they said, well, you're not really news. And we're like, well, what are you talking about? Sometimes it is, a lot of times it is news, mm -hmm. especially when there's, uh, let's say, protests or stuff. You need a badge like that, but they said, oh, you're just fluff or well, you're not real news, but that's a conversation for another time. Uh, so, so yeah, I mean, like I said, my, my bit, so you don't get uh, the bad reputation. You don't, uh, it's best to, to educate the, the public. And we used to, in the, in the days of, yesteryear before the, the, the video of people who are kind of like situated right next to us would say, Hey, you know, it's that time of the year. Would you guys be, or there's a certain subject they want to interview us for. Would you want to uh, do some interviews for us? And most of the time the photographers are kind of more introverted by nature. And I'm kind of like a big ham. I was like, yeah, I'll go on the air. And I used to do interviews, but then I would go and watch them and they would take things that I would say are totally out of context. And then they would refer to us as paparazzis as well and they wouldn't help when they would show footage of say somebody chasing uh justin bieber or sure. innocent down the street and then they would the next shot would be a shot of them 
on a red carpet and a premiere. And I go, well, that you guys are, you, and we would say, you guys know better. You guys are per perpetuating the stereotype saying that we are paparazzis, which we are not. We're um, red carpet photographers, you know. Sure. And the, again, the difference between what they do and I do, and that's their right to do what they want. Uh, is is the fact that they are they are not invited, and by all means, they don't want to come to premieres. Sure. And we are invited. We are part of we are part of the like I said the publicity machine that helps to promote exactly uh, actors and actresses' uh, careers in a in a film's. Uh, box office or their, their, whatever latest movies out. Right. Star Wars or but Al, with your positive mental attitude, being able to turn something like that around, um, I get even as for me, like, oh, well, as an actress, like, well, what kind of actress are you? What kind of dancer are you? And I sometimes get really defensive and I think you're able to handle that really well. And with that same mental attitude and same positive attitude, you have, you're not, you've not been able to work during COVID. Um, maybe little by little now, but but you sort of just motivated yourself to come up with a wonderful movement and use your resources, use all of your celebrity clients, use all the actors that you know, yeah. and you started this wonderful movement called hashtag Love Above All in twenty Love Above All twenty twenty. Tell us how you got yeah. started. What why you thought of that and where you wish to go. Well, uh, the movement basically started when I was. Um, at home and trying to think of something, <laughs> something to keep busy with because I'm uh, I'm a workaholic. You're, you're a Jedi. You gotta work. <laughs> I am a Jedi, <laughs> uh, and I just think I needed something to keep me busy. And I said, okay, I can only watch so much Netflix, and I can only uh, do so many things at home. Go through my archives and stuff, which was I was doing a lot of posting of, of stuff just to keep other people happy. Hey, I remember that thing I went to and the. And then I, uh, again, uh, like I said previously, I, I'm a news junkie, so I was watching too much news, too much MSNBC and CNN. And I was just inundated with all this negative, negative, negative. And I said, oh, and, uh, and of course, the, the, the thing that we were all on lockdown from COVID. And then, then, then of course, the George Floyd uh, tragedy happened. And that was kind of like, oh, boy, now the world's really going to be on fire. And and there was a lot of protesting and then protesting turned into rioting. And it, that kind of, my, well, my knee-jerk reaction, of course, to a lot of people is like, I have to do something for Black Lives Matter. And, and I said, well, I don't know. I said, I, I think it's being said enough by other people. And I said, well, instead of focusing on, on something more uh, antagonistic, where there's one side and then another side, you know, because I'm also I also believe in in in, in supporting the, uh, the the police as well to an extent. Uh, so it, it's hard to say like, well, what side are you? And, and and it was very either you're on this side or you're on this side. And I was like, well, can't you be on both? Can't you right. find good in both? And that was like, hey, that's a what the good the good why don't we focus on the good because in today's day and age everything is bad 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 and, and what is it called if it bleeds it leads is what they say in the news business mm -hmm. and that's just terrible just awful and and i don't know about you but when i would watch the news or at the end of the day i would just feel just either angry or just depressed and right. uh, so of course the obvious thing is to turn off the you know you have to turn off the tv and then i was like well i don't want to be uninformed 
But you want so to see what in the world. Yeah. 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 You want to you want to be able to know what's going on in the world instead of just like like I said, just turning it off. It's like no, that, that's not doing your due. Then you're ignoring every issue involved. And you, ha I think it's like, I love that you said the two sides because we need to learn from each other. There shouldn't be yeah. sides. We should, we can all learn, learn better on every, on every aspect of that. Yeah, I think every, every side of every argument, there's always, there's always two sides. Sure. And, and, and there's some validity, validity in, in both sides. And I mean, and, and both sides have truths. It's never a one-sided argument. It's always, maybe you don't agree with it, but we have to be able to say like, okay, I understand your, where you're coming from and I understand you're right for this. I go, I don't agree with it but I think you should have the right to say what you have to say. Sure. Unfortunately, even some bad things that, are, that we shouldn't be agreeing with. Right. But uh, so anyway, uh, so this, this movement that I, I created was brought out from, uh, I said, well, I need to come up with something that's, that you would unite people, something that is, uh, that unifies, something that also that both sides can, can, can feel and crave and want and need and, and something that kind of rises above all arguments and expectations and everything. And I said, well, it's very simple. It's a four-letter four word. And love, I think, is like the most important thing that, that this world has to offer us. So I thought, oh, perfect. Love. Let's do, some, let's do something centered around love. Because, like I said, it's, it's something that every culture, every species, every, even animals, Love, need, want, and crave love. So there, there you go. That's there. That's the the foundation, the the base of it all is love. And then I started thinking of titles and things. And I said, what about love conquers all? And I said, no, conquers is not good because conquers is very conquer means war. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, when you think conquers, it's kind of like well, now it's like love is joining the fray of sure. all these other. Yeah. So uh, and I said, well, what about love? Because love rises above it all. So I said, perfect love above all above everything because it, it, it when all these arguments and all these things are going down here you have love that's right above here that's just never joining any sides or just it's just one of those things that just basically sits there and says like i'm ready when you are and i'm just you know i will always be here for you it, without sounding too religious sure. <laughs> no it's, it's a perfect neutral, neutral statement that hits every race even animals like you said and and it, yeah. what is that wonderful movie, that Christmas movie, it's British, um, Love Actually. There's a scene oh, yeah. in that where they show every race coming out of the airport, no matter who you are, what you come from, socioeconomic status, color, everyone loves, everyone needs love. And that's what binds us together, regardless. Everyone was yearning to see each other. Everyone was, that, that, that's a great part of the, in the film where yeah. they're all greeting each other at the airport. And it, it's very nice. And, you know, if you take, if you, as I say, stop to smell the roses and you look around and when you see things uh, of that nature, airports are perfect uh, uh, anagram to, or uh, something, per just, it just shows that, that this, oh, I haven't seen a relative in so many years or yeah. your wife or your children. It's, it's very sappy, but I love it. I, I just love the fact that everyone's just like, meeting each other and greeting each other well and we need this uh, now more than ever and, and then yeah. the campaigns are coming starved out. For it. yes we and are starved. and with the political political campaigns about to they're they're going right now and this is just going to get worse and worse and with the fall and the winter coming back COVID's probably going to get get worse and i think that love above yeah. all is just a good mindset for everyone to have and i love this movement you're yeah. doing 
So what? Yeah. Once I got. (laughs) So you started to schedule um, celebrity friends and clients. To we got a wonderful email, and you were going out to people's homes, which was so kind because people don't want to leave their homes or meet someone anywhere. And you started shooting with a, a, a beautiful piece of tag board with that you would have them write hashtag love above all 2020. And I was so flattered to get my shoot done last week on crutches. And that was, that was a really great. Yeah. He did well. <laughs> yeah. And are you having you, fun with it? What's the word I was using for it? Very inspirational. And <laughs> in, in, in all you've been through and you were ever like, wow, you, you're, you're your yeah. angel. Yeah. You powers. <laughs> it's been a journey. But, <laughs> I bet. But uh, yeah, once once I got the idea in my head, I said, okay, cool. Who am I going to call? Who am I going to use uh, to uh, drive this home? So I, uh, you know, I went to my little uh, a Rolodex, but who's got Rolodexes anymore? We, we go to our- <laughs> You do. You started with Madonna. You have a Rolodex. I <laughs> know. Uh, uh, I, I started with a lot of actor friends and a lot of people in this genre that I know. And I typically just sent out like a uh, like a feeler and I sent out uh, an email to right away uh, got it got the idea and there were some people that were had questions which is normal which is normal they were like wanting well what's this about and is it a charity is there any money involved how much are you looking for money and I'm like, no 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 it's a very simple thing and once I explained it they were like uh, okay it sounds great sounds like a great idea and a great movement Pencil me in. I want to do it. And the fact that I made it easier, I said, listen, I'll come to your house. I won't go inside. I'll wear my uh, my mask where, wherever my mask went. <laughs> you don't have to wear it on video. I trust you. I was just going to get it. But anyway, I have masks all over the place. So I would come uh, to your house. Uh, and I believe me, I've been going all over Southern California. I even went to San Diego. Wow. And the reason I went to San Diego, well, I went to San Diego because we were having a meeting of, uh, of photographers that we work with. Uh, and they all a lot of them live there locally and then i found out that there was a shrine some fans and cosplayers and stuff built a shrine across the street of tinfish and they were going to meet there and i said i gotta see this i gotta go and see this so i went down there and i got a you know a handful of cosplayers and stuff i brought my sign and they, they posed with the sign and i said that was great so I, I was willing to travel and i know that there's a lot of people in the industry that don't live right in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. I found out really fast that a lot of people live in, in like uh, very interesting right? areas too, that we didn't know. Yeah. Well, not interesting, uh, but not the typical places, you know, sure. I live just down the road in, in Inglewood, not that far from Hollywood, but there's some people that live either South of in, in Southern California. When I say Southern California, I mean like the um, whole the nine yards of Southern California. Yeah, right. Right. Uh, people don't realize that LA is a huge, place. huge, 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 because when you say, like, where do you live? You say Los Angeles. Like, yeah, where do you live? Mm, in the valley. In New York City, right. Yeah, yeah. New York and Manhattan are, are kind of in one place. And you, you, you <laughs> is not the case. LA, you have to have a car. In Manhattan, you don't need a car. You can take the subways or you can take mm-hmm. the train. No problem. You can get from A to B. And they, talk, and they talk about their traffic. Ooh, you don't know traffic in New York. Right, right. <laughs> Driven on the, the 10 and the 405. At least they're a little bit more That's aggressive right. than, than Angelinos. I will say that. I like. I prefer driving in New York City than, than to here. They actually move. 
they actually go when it turns green. <laughs> so anyway, but but back to but back to your. Because we're taking selfies and stuff like that. You That's know. true. Yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, so going back to the movement, and so I just you know started uh, uh, asking friends, and then I started asking. And I was like, this is great. I'm getting all kinds of different people. I wanted artists, uh, and I got a great uh, photo. I mean, a great painting by Rob Pryor. Uh, I'm, I have uh, another one that I'm going to be scheduling with Bill Sienkiewicz, who's, who's an incredible artist. And, and then I've got other people that I'm going to ask. I won't say who. And then I said, I need to get some, some, uh, some personalities that have a little clout. So I asked a, a, a longtime friend of mine from Comic-Con, Kevin Smith, the director, who's a great guy, super nice. And I was like going, it took me a while to build up the courage because I'm like, okay, uh, how do you ask somebody uh, to do something for you? And he, without a doubt, he said, yeah, I'll do it. You know, come on by. I swung, I swung, I swung over to his house. He lives he right by me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, and Jason Muse pulled up and he, uh, you can't have Kevin without Jason. Uh, so we, ha I had uh, Jason, uh, Jane, Silent Bob, in, in, you know, holding up a sign, which was, you know, unbelievable, which was great. And I was just so floored that, that they would do that. You know, and, and Kevin is always busy. I, I said, I think you're busier now during COVID than you've been in your regular uh, in regular times. Because that guy just does not stop. He just work, 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 another project, another podcast, another film, another television series. That guy just work. He's just Mr. Work. And then he had his movies pop up. I was like, what the? This is, wow. he's, he's a clone. I think he's a clone. I think there's more of it. I think there's a bunch of them all over. <laughs> so I was th thrilled that I could get him. And another uh, another good friend of mine, and, and, and unbelievable, the nicest guy in Hollywood, Doug Jones, who who does so many memorable characters. Normally he would be working on Star Trek uh, Discovery, but uh, I guess the one good thing about COVID is that he was he's home. So I asked him, and he and he said yes. So I uh, I made the trek to his house and he was very gracious. He, he made a great sign it, it, like himself. It was long and lean. And then he turned it around and it was actually pieces of his script. Which I thought that was so oh, creative. Oh, that's amazing. Yes, he took his script and he, he drew his uh, sign with it. To, wow. Which was really, uh, I hope I don't get him in trouble. I hope he gave that to you. I don't think you. it's a new script. I don't think it's I a new he, script. Oh, oh, it's a used story. I'm sure it was. I hope, did he give that to you as a little souvenir for yourself? No, I, I should have taken it, but uh, yeah. no, I'm, I'm telling people to keep their, their, their signs because maybe for some, maybe we can, uh, I don't know, uh, as, as, as the movement grows further, we can put them up in an art show or something, or the, if this grows into hopefully a charity where there's money, maybe they can sign them and sell them for charity or what sure. have you. Uh, so I guess yeah. Just, I, I, just, gave, yeah. I gave you mine. I'll have to get it back from you. It's in your trunk. Yeah, I'll give it to you. I, I didn't throw it away. I still have okay. it. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, like I said, I was looking for names that would get people excited or more in, in, involved because I would also like not just celebrities and, and well-known people. That's just to drive it, uh, the hits and the in in the the recognition up. Uh, but I, anybody can do this. Anybody can just take a draw a, a, a an image or a photo or whatever they want to do, create, take a selfie and post it on September 30th, which is actually coincides with National Love People Day. 
which is why I picked it. Uh, and I think that's the day that we should, uh, hey, maybe I'm thinking a little uh, far ahead, but maybe it can be like a, a, a national day as well as National People Day, but National Love Above All Day, that, that would not be a bad thing. Why not? Stranger things yeah. have happened. Look at all these, look at all these other yeah, movements. Yeah, yeah. And I, so your goal then, because when we were shooting, there was a UPS truck there, there was an Amazon Prime, like 18 of them. Yeah lined up there were you know their Grubhub was there and postmates and yeah. you you simply referred to like oh look at that look at that UPS delivery driver what a great sign that would be in front of the big brown truck UPS supporting love for all but or just just the yeah, person well, in general. just the person in general. They, they, they would get way too into it you don't want to deal with that but you would like to see a big national movement of everybody not just you know we start it as people with clout and film and television and then it moves across the masses across the globe perhaps that would be that that would be like my ultimate uh, uh dream or it would be wonderful if everybody picked up on this and because i know september 30th seems like it's just around the corner but it would be great because things because of the election and other stressful uh things coming up i think it would be great for people just to take a pause just for the day or for a moment five minutes, it would be great for people to open up their computers and say like, hey, oh my God, today is love above all day. Let's just, like we have moments of silence. Even if this was like a moment of silence where you can just maybe smile and think of something totally positive and totally unconfrontational, it would be great. That, sure. that, and that's, you know, it's as simplistic as it sounds. That's my main wish for this to be is, is for just for people to unload and, and take a you know even if you just go stop and say like okay i'm not going to stress out i'm not going to be angry for just you know take take five minutes to take and, and breathe for five minutes and go like okay now i have a little energy to go back and on the internet and start fighting again but no actually it would be great for people just to unwind for, absolutely and, and and like like we said with everything even coming up and what's been in our past it's it's just going to get keep getting worse in some fronts as we watch the news just we we know the inevitable but this would be always just taking a pause love above all let's learn let's collaborate let's support each other let's listen I may not agree with you, but I see your point, and let's. I want to be friends anyway. I want to listen, and I'm always a listener, yeah. and always let's, going let's to all learn. Be, let's all be adults. Let's all be civil. Exactly. Let's, let's, let's stop with 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 uh, you know. It's just horrible how some uh, family members, some family members, they 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 can't even get along in this stuff. Right. And it's just like I mean, the one of the great things about this country is that we can all have our views and, and stuff. And I'm all for everyone's opinions and, and, and views and stuff, as long as it doesn't hurt anyone. Right. It's all, it's all fair game. It's all, it's, it's all good. It's all good. And if you don't like it, you, and if, if you think that it's coming to a head, just step away, let cooler heads prevail, and just say, like, you do you, I'm going to do me. Sure. And, and, and let's just agree to disagree. And, no, and, and then just walk away. And like you said, walk away as friends, not walk away as, as, sure. as bitter enemies. At it's, least you have, you listen to that person and that puts an idea in your head and maybe you want to do some research on that. Maybe you don't know enough about it and you judge them right away. So this is, this is really good. And I think that, I mean, so many studies have, have been done, like not only with coronavirus, people are being in quarantine and alone. And then we have all the, all the yeah. mental stress and some people just do not 
they don't handle it in a, in, there's no right or wrong way, but they handle it so they are not able to compartmentalize and shut off the news and then be sad, but also pay attention. And I think the mental health aspect yeah, of this sure. is huge. And this is a health podcast, nutrition, fitness, and, and wellness, which would be, which includes mental health. And this is really important. And I, I think your campaign is just, your movement is just perfect for this. And so besides spreading it across the globe, you are creating a book, correct? I haven't thought of it, but he just oh, put I, it in my mind. I, 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 would, I was not, I mean, I would, I, I've done published some self-publishing books on yeah. Comic-Con and I use blurb and it's, it's, it takes me back to the days that I used to work on, a, on the uh, yearbook staff because, and I love that, that whole putting pieces together and writing the copy and stuff. So it, it's a good possibility that I may turn this into a book. I really haven't thought of, of this, uh, uh, movement or campaign past the 30th just yet uh actually a friend of mine that just lives down the road from you we i was there last night shooting a video for a song that he wrote uh, uh, love above all he just surprised me one day he goes here and he, i go what's this and he showed me he gave me his phone he goes push play and i push play and then there was this beautiful ballad that he wrote and just it seemed like it was just in, in moments time he goes you inspired me to write this beautiful song and i was like that's a great song and i was thinking why don't we shoot a video for it and he's so busy writing a score for films and, and writing some uh, some songs for his band, uh, The Snowflakes. <laughs> great, <laughs> great title, by the way. Love it. And, uh, and so I said, you know, as the 30th is approaching us, we should, we need to do a video for this song. And to include it in, on, uh, I, I created a Facebook page. I, and you can find it on all the links. I will, we'll I will be putting in all the links below, correct. That's awesome. So I feel like this could go into. I'm trying to get an Instagram. That's yeah. We'll just you can set that up very easily. And also, I I upon his inspiration from you, how cool would it be to hit every music genre, heavy metal, classical, folk, everything, rap, rock, all having this message, and then this could all go on the boards, and then in this in the scope of the videos, having all the people up with signs and things like that. I mean, the sky's a limit because this is just a wonderful positive. I would love to have Dave Grohl do. Uh, <laughs> a I, rendition and he lives right he lives very close by. Yeah. Fighter fan. I love and he's uh but yeah i mean this is great that you're uh that you're thinking of, of, of uh beyond you know for me it's forest before the trees and all and just uh thinking uh, just trying just trying to uh, uh get the the shoots to uh to all line up and stuff it's it's really been challenging because some people say, some people are, you know, they do get work on occasion and you have to juggle their schedules and stuff. Mm -hmm. But uh, I'm just going back to what you were saying on the mental health uh, issue that uh, this has also been very therapeutic for myself because I'm not thinking about basically the future in terms of like, hey, I'm not working. Ah, what are we going to do? And so I'm thinking, uh, I got to do something else uh, after this project so I don't go insane or start stressing out over, well, uh, my career might be over and I might have to go and learn how to be a barista or something. <laughs> no, you I don't get to that point, I promise you. I promise you. But uh, uh, yeah, it, it's been, it, it has been a great uh, mental health uh, thing because there are some people that I, they're like, oh my God, you're the first person I've seen since lockdown or the first person I've even, and, and Mind you, when I do drive up and take the photos, the photos take moments. And I've also 
what I include with 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 the uh, the, the images that I take of, of of the personality holding up the sign. Take minutes. It's like boom, boom, boom. I got it done. And I also offer people. It's like, hey, have you updated your headshots? You want me to do some headshots while I'm here? And they're like, well, I can't afford it. I'm like, eh, I'll throw them in for nothing. And only because we're all broke right now, and we nobody has money. Nobody had time to go and hire a photographer for whatever amount of money. So I'm, you know, I'm more than happy to throw it in if they, if they want it. And most people have said yes to my, uh, to my pleasure. And then we just talk. We just talk about how you doing, how's family, this and that. And it's kind of, you know, it's, it's also kind of, I'm a, like a little bit of a psychiatrist because I was like a psych major in, in college that I never finished. And I was, and that was one of the things that I wanted to do was <laughs> work on my child psychiatry uh, in, in college. But again, I didn't finish because I, I said, like, I want to do art. Yeah. <laughs> Damn art! But that, I want to start. Your, your, your psych background and interest in it, in, plus your great background of working in the dry cleaners and all of these things, really lends well to that. And that's why you relate so well to people. And that's also why you've stayed so relevant in um, a quite toxic environment of the entertainment industry, because a lot of us, you know, it, it is. And it takes it, a lot hard. of, it is, it takes a lot of um, just mental health power just to get through past things and walk away in certain situations and not take things personally. I mean, the fact that right. you don't take the word paparazzi personally, I mean, yes, maybe in the beginning, but you simply educate the person because they don't know. Um, and right. that's really, really important. And that now that lends to this wonderful movement and it's just constantly staying above, like love above all, just being above that. And just let's, let's take the, let's take the bigger person a step yeah. here. It's it. harder. It's it, it, it's so much easier just to write people off and just say like, oh, that person's a jerk or this person right. that, and just be negative and to, and to basically fall in, into that pit. And uh, I, you know, what I have to do sometimes in, like you said, a toxic environment at times. I mean, it, well, I like should a, a little pit. hard. It can be. It can no, be. No, it can't. It can't get the no, wrong. Um, <laughs> it, it, it can be at times. I mean, let me share just this little snippet. When I first came into the industry, I think I said it before that I wasn't welcomed with open arms. And, and I remember that. I remember that people were just, oh, who are you? You're the new guy. And then people were giving me the evil eye and nobody wanted to help you and stuff. So I remembered that. And I remember there's a, a colleague of mine that kind of joined the industry at the same time I did. And, and they caught me being nice to a new person. And they shot me this look. And then afterwards pulled me aside and said, why are you being so nice to the new people? And I said, because I remember what it was like to be new. I remember that I was treated horribly. Nobody wanted to, if something uh, broke, let's say if your equipment breaks or you ran out of film back then and we shot film, uh, they would loan you a, a roll of film or they would give you a piece of equipment, you know? And uh, if you were new, forget it. They would just turn their nose up to you. And so, so like I said, I remembered all that. And, 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 and I said, well, why are you being so mean to new people? And they, and they turned to me and said, because now it's my turn. And I was just like, ooh, that's... If that they're that insecure that they can't be among the competition, because I think a lot of it's insecurity, and you're, you're not. I, I think it's part insecurity, and I think it's just part... Just right like of passage, know. like seniors to freshmen, that kind of thing. Right. That's baloney, though. I think that's such... Oh. I got I got dumped into dumpsters by senior girls. So I, oh, I was, but I was on the dance team and I had an attitude and I was dating the seniors and the senior boys. Uh -huh. So I, I basically deserved it. But I remember being kind to the freshmen because I did not just like you. I you know why not? 
I did well, not. Want to, I wouldn't. I, I was the nerd in high school. I was the one that was like, you know, I had the, the glasses that I still have. But I was not a, a little shrimpy guy. So I didn't, I never got beat up. I never got picked on. But I wasn't like a huge guy, but I wasn't a, a little, you know, scrawny little guy. Or maybe it's just that I exuded something that said, don't mess with me. Sure. But I was never a tough guy. I took karate when I was a kid, <laughs> sure. just in case. But uh, I mean, I never, I, I can never say that I was picked on per se. And, and, yeah. and but I was always a geek. I was always a geek in high school and in grammar school. When the you're probably friends with everybody, and that's good. And that lends where, where you are today and the relationships you you continue to establish. I, and maintain. I, I, I guess I, I do suffer a little from. Uh, I'd like to be liked. I like to. I like people's approval. I, and uh, I. And I tend to do that with humor. I tell lots of jokes. I'm very colorful on the on the red carpet. I'll, I, I, I tell jokes on the red carpet sometimes. And people looked at me, other photographers, like, I don't know what you're doing wasting time here. You should be a stand-up comedian. And I've been told that several times because I like to make jokes. I, I make jokes in press rooms. I, I do. Uh, <laughs> I remember the, the one time that uh, Peter Boyle won an Emmy. For his, of all things, he won an Emmy for a guest starring role on... Um, Everybody loved, no, not everybody loves Raymond. That was a show that he should have won an Emmy for. It was for the X-Files. And he comes in with his Emmy and stuff. And he, of course, he's known for that great uh, Mel Brooks movie where he played Frankenstein. And so he's standing there and, and me being the instigator, <laughs> I started like, <laughs> and, I, and people started giggling. And then on the other side of the room, somebody else went, and then I, I got even, so I got even louder. I was like, <laughs> and he goes, all right, I'll give you what you guys and he's like, Oh, good. And you got the and shot. Then of course, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got to have fun. I was always kind of, I was always like the clown. Well, in, in the press line. Not, but you not, don't take yourself too seriously. And it's like, oh God, at no. the end of the day, we're not curing cancer. These are shots. These are like, obviously, it's a huge business. And I'm not taking away from that. But you have fun with it. And that relieves the pressure of anything that could be highly competitive or not very nice, you know. And I think that's, that's great. And that's why you're where you are today. Yeah, <laughs> the clown. <laughs> yeah, no, but I, loved, but it's I, do, fun. I do love being a clown because there was a lot of uh, going back to uh, serious award shows. We work with a lot of people that are not necessarily event photographers or recovery photographers or more of the established Associated Press or Reuters, and they would get mad at me initially. They were like, "Take it seriously," and they were very, very serious. And after a while, they they started going. I would get thanked as I was leaving. Like, thank you for making the time run smoother and more fun. And some people would look forward to it. What are you going to do with this this show? And I was like, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Sure, are you going to, sure. you know? And sometimes I make the people, the, even the talent, laugh on stage. Well, that's the stuff. thing. You put people at ease, and it, and it loses the the mass intimidation factor of just let's you know let's let's have fun. Let's with have it. fun. Let's have yeah. fun. Yeah. And it, of it's, course, it's serious. It all comes down to profits and money. And we we don't disrespect that or take away from that. But no, no, no. come on. Even well, doctors joke around and have fun sometimes. You, you, you sometimes you need a little little levity, little and. Mm -hmm. and, and Again, it's I'm a big ham. I do. Uh, I never went into acting or comedy or stuff. I think I missed my calling some sometimes. It's not too late. You're a you're a youngster. You're a youngster. <laughs> no, but uh, I do. Uh, again, it's my it's my love for being loved and being. If you if I tell you a joke, you laugh. I'm going to tell you ten more jokes, even if they're horrible jokes. Sure. It's just the way I am. It's like, oh, I love it. Give me more. And that's those are that's comedians too. But with that, <laughs> this that you know, with with your your kindness your wonderful nerdiness that we all love and just 
everything that you've done and, and rising above. This is where this hashtag love above all 2020 movement starts. And yeah. I think the sky's a limit. And uh, as long as people want to positivity and, 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 and love in their life, it, it, you're right. Sky is the limit. It can go sure. anywhere. It can go anywhere. It could it, just it, die right it, here. It absolutely but. can. So why don't we, um, I'll, I'll put all the links to all of your, you don't have an Instagram set up yet, correct? No, I've been trying, but apparently love above all is already taken. And I've even asked other people to try to help me. Oh, okay. Well, there's a, there should be, and I'm not doing TikTok because I cannot dance. Exactly that. You don't really want your stuff stolen anyway. Um, but just the Facebook page like, and we would encourage people to do the likes yeah. and it will grow and grow. And then it, it could go from there and knock out yeah. the other love above well, with other people's help. You know, um, sure. any, anybody that can just like, uh, like Chris Pratt. Yeah. Chris, I'm talking to you. Anybody that can help us out. To, come on, to, Chris to, Pratt. Come on, Chris Pratt. <laughs> we work together, Chris Pat. We did, remember that movie that you don't want anybody to know about? <laughs> uh, Love it. Yeah, I did a movie with Chris Pratt. I was doing stills, and and, he, and I said this guy is so funny. I mean, he already had his uh, other tele. He had his television show, but he was so funny, and he was the nicest guy. Really nice guy. He, yeah. He was super, super nice. Yeah. And uh, and every now and now and then, it's good to keep these people in, in your back pocket, and because they will help you. Well, he has yeah. a new baby, so I'm sure he's, yeah, he's, he's loving he's, life, loving everything right now. So yeah. he may, he may not, not, you know, it's in the scope, I, I, I would say. But nowadays, any, with the internet, any, everything is so easy. I mean, you just, uh, all you have to do is write a hashtag and, or just sure. go on your uh, whatever social media and, and, and promote something. It's, it's so much easier. It's not like you have to get in your car and go anywhere. Right, right. Well, that's any, wonderful. And can you share anything? What has been your favorite because you love to you love to go to the cinema. It's such an escape, and you haven't been able to do that. Is there any particular movie or show that you have really loved during COVID, being at home? Let's see, I did finally see. Uh, I binged Ozark, and I've been to been told lots of people Ozark, Ozark. I said, oh, Ozark was unbelievable. It was yeah. just phenomenal. Jason Bateman, he's so good. And then also, he, what has been your before. favorite? Oh, he, I know he just kills it. What has been your favorite COVID snack? COVID snack? Would it be a movie theater snack? Like, did you bring home those giant sized gummy bears or milk duds or popcorn? Uh, no, I mean. that you're in a cinema? There, it, there, there's kind of like a thing that I really like to have during, uh, uh, when I go to the movies. Uh, not so much as much, I used to always get a huge Coke. And because I'm diabetic, I can't, I had to cut down on the Coke and actually I cut out the coke so every now and then i'll have an like an icy and stuff but the the thing that i have to have every time is a huge tub of popcorn even if i won't eat it all i'll take most of it home with me and it's just there's something about movie popcorn it, it, it's the it's just I, you know you no one can replicate it and you can buy no, it no, movie you theater mean, style no yes <laughs> i have to have popcorn i can't see any movie they'll be like oh the movie's about to start and i'm like but I had to have popcorn. I can't, it's just like, it's like a heresy. Well, that, I, I learned a that secret that is even better that it will elevate that popcorn. If you like chocolate, someone said drop raisinets, either raisinets or um, chocolate covered peanuts in, oh, yeah. in the movie popcorn and intermittently mix it so that it's all over. It melts. So it's that salty, sweet, gooey. It's unbelievable. Do yourself I've, a favor. I've tried that. I've, I've tried oh. that. I've, 
I've, I've you know sprinkled some on, on my popcorn, but I, sure. I, I'm kind of selfish when my when my salt and my sweet. So I'll like gobble up the popcorn and and, and it's oh, like, so you like to separate the two? Okay, exactly. And on I want to enjoy the saltiness, and then I'll have a little chocolate later. I, I am a chocolate uh, fanatic. Absolutely, okay. just try that. So if you don't like to mix food, then if you have a plate of food, you don't like to mix anything together. It's got to be peas, carrots, steak, potatoes. Do you do it that way? You can't cross pollinate. Uh, <laughs> no, when it comes to dinner, I like a little, you know, I'll take a, a spoonful of this and a spoonful of that. Then, then I'm not so. Well, then, you're, you're, then you're not as selfish with your salt no. and sweet, your other satiety it, flavors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's kind of, I mean, I, honestly, I look, I look to food as fuel. I, I'm not a foodie, per se. Yeah. I don't like, I don't like a lot of, uh, uh, I'm, I'm easy to please. I'm yeah, just very specific. I know. Pretty, pretty yeah. easy to please. Unless it's sure. green. If it's green, it's good for you. I don't want it on my plate. <laughs> I'm trying more and more to eat salads and stuff because uh, you got to shed those COVID uh, COVID pounds. Yeah, everyone's got the COVID pounds. We can't go out and exercise. And you can't. Nothing. None of the gyms are open. I, mean, I don't think you work out at a gym, but that's just like huge. That's huge for everybody. I, I, you know, I was going to join a gym finally. I said I got to join a gym, and and and. And of course, COVID's ruined a lot of things. Well, and also, yeah, and on your mental health aspect, I was talking to a gym owner and he's just like, you know what? It's not even for me losing money. He said, so many people are depressed and they look to working out. Like I myself relieve all kinds of mental stress by working out. I have to every day. If I don't, I'm a nightmare. So that's kind of my like, you know, antidepressant, if you will. So, so many people are at home you know, depressed and in quarantine and, and they don't, they're not working. The one thing they have is the gym and they can't go. I mean, but yeah. honestly, where there's a will, there's a way. People are working out behind dumpsters. I've seen like jump squat <laughs> classes behind yeah. a dumpster. I'm like, of all of LA, you couldn't pick, pick a better Who would want to go work out behind a dumpster? I don't I mean, know. It was in the spot. Am I going to dumpster and Arnold pump? Yeah, Kimba Beck. Yes. Look out. But yeah. it was a class of five women in a b- behind a bar near a dumpster, and I'm thinking that is really You're interesting. Kidding. You've got gorgeous That's green crazy. grass. You've got Runyon Canyon. You've got all these beautiful areas. Why that? Yeah, but area? they closed Runyon Canyon because I think Runyon Canyon. Actually, no, they didn't. They they closed. <laughs> well, they closed in the beginning. I actually, yeah, they're open, and even with the fires, mm-hmm. they they closed Griffith. Running is still open, but they they blocked off half of it. Like you can't go up a certain way. However, I saw people sneaking behind the fence oh, going that way. There's always the rule breakers that just like. Yeah, like, but it's uh, also like dangerous because it, what if they were to start a fire by accident? That would be like horribly irresponsible. I think it's a fire walking. Well, I mean, I, who, well, people, yeah, but sometimes people, yeah, but sometimes people go up there and smoke. You know what I mean? Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's yeah. huge. And like, look at that gender reveal party and Northern oh, California sparked the fire. That kid's going to be a problem child. He's going to be Chucky knowing that his gender reveal party struck the you know struck the fires but anyway al thank you so much for joining us and and thank you so much for coming up with this beautiful movement and we'll do all that we can to support it on on there's still time there's still time oh there's a lot of time and and like you said not a lot of time well we'll go but we'll go past nine you know september 30th we'll go past i mean let's let's reach one goal at a time i mean we can do make it an annual thing and then a semi-annual thing but uh, um, let's get to September 30th first. I'm 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 anxious and I'm and, uh, and I'm a little nervous because I'm hoping that it's like, hey, the day is here, and I'm like the only one posting. And people are like, oh, I forgot. I'm gonna, well, I'm gonna I'm bugging people now. They're like, when are we supposed to do it? I'm thinking the news will the news probably will cover this date, especially the news. because 
you know what I mean? If, if, it, if, it is, if it is in fact National Love, Love People Day, I would think that the news would cover that particular date. And then the, you would have more leverage around that, you know, who knows? But anyway, at least we're starting it and getting the message across and it's something that Hollywood can do, El Ortega can do it, and the rest of us supporting him in this wonderful movement. So thank you so much. Hashtag love above all 2020. And how can we follow you on your other uh, projects? Your other- My Other projects? Or just your other work? If someone wants to look you up and see- you know, uh, Well, I'm a regular contributor to Getty Images. Yeah. So you can just basically go to gettyimages.com. And I'll put those in the links as well. Yeah, and then you can type in my uh, my name into the search engine. Perfect. Perfect. That'll go in the links. Well, wonderful, Please have a like rest. Have a wonderful rest of your Sunday and love to, to Maya, Kyle, and Tina. Love to you all. Thank you, Ian. Thank you very much. And that was Albert Ortega of the positive mental health movement, hashtag love above all 2020. Please stay tuned in next week where I feature Harlem's hottest DJ Shorty Love or Terry Gilliard, who has accomplished a 70-pound weight loss and continues to get more and more fit. We appreciate you for listening, and please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. You can also listen on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Luminary, TunedIn, or at Believe.com. You can reach out to me for any questions or topics you'd like covered on the show at Ann McDaniels. And I'll see you next time on So Cal. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.